You got your coffee? I have my tea. Do you have your tea? Oh shit, I forgot that it was tea. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to saying, have you got your coffee? Yeah, well, I've got in, tea. In it's energized life, tea. Does yeah. that count? No, it's not coffee. Trust <laughs> me, I've had four sips of it. It's not coffee. It's not. <laughs> it's not. But it is delicious. It is delicious, but it's, no, it's not coffee. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh god so we're back <laughs> we're only three weeks late that's all a mere three weeks it's fine yes it's, it's fine we're fine everything is awesome everything is awesome <laughs> yeah that too sounds so much better when you fake sing it than no, when no, i it fake sing it <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> oh, i can try jolene for you no, no oh please dear god no i thought you were gonna burst the other day when that came <laughs> God, for anyone who's not inside of our heads right now, we were out in public. In very, very public. public. Very public. In a crowded space. Very, and Jolene came on. And emphasis ev- on very public. <laughs> it took everything I had not and, to and do it. And what was really horrible is she was sitting there across from me mouthing the words. Only it was caffeine instead of Jolene, and she just kept mouthing the words. <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. It was really hard not to sing it. <laughs> it was really hard to watch you mouth the word. It was like the world's worst, what is it, lip sync or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that um, show? I don't. This is this makes for compelling content right here. Yes, I was going, does. what's that show? Fuck. There's going to be somebody listening who Who's is good. the embodiment of that meme where it's like when you're listening to a podcast and the hosts are trying to remember a piece of trivia that you know. Well, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it, well, what's then, that song? Then buzz in. I mean, <laughs> email me. Quick. I, I don't quick, remember. Quick. Um but yeah, we've we've been we've been away from our microphones for a couple weeks now. A couple three, yeah. I my cold that I had that delayed us, then I recovered from it. Fucking came back, didn't it? Now yeah, with a vengeance. It was like the cold that wouldn't end. It was like the lamb chops <laughs> sing along of colds. It turned into a chest infection. I sounded like I was. <laughs> 105 years old and on death's doorstep. My boss was like, "Mm, maybe don't come in and sit in a confined space with a bunch of old people. (laughs) I was like, why not? (laughs) Mostly dead. (laughs) Not dead yet. Just mostly dead. I feel happy. Like, legit. People were like, maybe you need to stop going out in public, Nikki, because we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that. But it, I don't have COVID, I promise. <laughs> but anyway, that's oh, fun. So that's yeah. why we were away. Yeah, that for a while. And then, like, and then... life has just been full on. Because it turns out when you miss a ton of work, you have to make it up. Yeah, well, and then we had your dad's birthday. Yeah, and, and then you guys were and away. Then we went away for his Assholes. birthday. Went on holiday. Yeah, well, okay. Without me. Yeah, but, you know, seriously, it, it was one of those holidays where it was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Oh, and yeah. I'm just telling you now, if I die, you can't have my jewelry because you laughed at me about this. <laughs> this woman. <laughs> who can't ridiculous. Swim. <laughs> cannot swim. Yes, that's the important part. scared when we go to the pool. 
<laughs> I don't mind. I, and as long as I can touch the bottom, I'm fine. Boat trip to another island where she then booked a kayaking tour. Yeah, I mean, I was I'm, also just a gentle reminder: there's no COVID in the community here. It's safe. But I mean, the thing being, I mean, it, it, yeah, the ferry's no big thing. I mean, I, I've done. Ferries. I always worry about falling overboard in yeah, the middle no. of the sounds and never being found nah, again. No, 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 no. I, I never. I don't worry. Drowning about... in the inky darkness oh, of tra- the ocean, dude. If you can cross, <laughs> if you can cross between John O'Groats and the Orkneys in in November, yeah, dude, you can. Yes, the sounds are not a problem. Cook Strait is easy compared okay, cool. to that. But it was it was that whole sea kayaking thing. That, yeah. That I, Why I did was, you like? I'm still absolutely. Your father wanted. He has wanted to kayak the sounds for twenty years. He has wanted to live do this. on one of the most beautiful harbors in the world. You could literally just go to the harbor here and kill yourself rather than doing it. I don't. No, actually, that sounded real bad. Uh-huh. Get yourself killed uh-huh. via kayak. Yeah. Rather than I could help myself having to travel to to help myself to a watery grape, yeah. yes. However, knowing that Christmas is coming, I'm really relieved that you survived. Yeah, well, you and me both, kid. <laughs> but no, I mean, he not is... because my son and I would be devastated in the rest of our family, but because no, because I Christmas wouldn't get my Christmas jewelry. jewelry. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I know what that's and I about. know that yes. I will inherit that jewelry when exactly. you die. See, I know this. And that was the whole thing, and that yeah. was the one thing I told Clever your father. Of you. Yeah, well, that's the one thing I told your father is, you do not buy me a piece of jewelry unless I survive this, because nah, <laughs> she laughed at me. No jewelry unless I survive. As if I'm going to be there <laughs> underneath your kayak, just tipping it. <laughs> I it could have happened. I don't know, but I would. I mean, it was, and it's one of those things that you know when you're doing it. I mean, it's like okay, I. I mean, I was so terrified, basically, and nervous about this. Did, I, like, I mean, you had a life jacket, though, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was all perfectly safe. And truly, we had, like, the best guide, and he was ever so patient, and it was all good. Did he know but, that you couldn't yes, swim? Yes. Okay. Oh, I told him. Oh, cool, cool, cool. He knew. Good. And, and so, Did he stick right by you? Have a little tow rope? No, no. <laughs> but he, was, he was actually really cool about it, and I was fine. And as we started going out of the the very calm, serene, harbory place and heading into the ah, actual the serenity, where it starts to get really deep, and you know oh, the God. water is getting really, 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 really deep, mm-hmm. and we're going out, and then almost like you're on the ocean. Suddenly, we got this gust of wind, and I was, and and I'm sitting there with a fucking death grip on the paddles i blistered my hands that's how bad the, the, the death grip was <laughs> that's what she says she blistered her hands that, trust me that is what i blistered my hands on because i was sure, sure, not sure, a sure, happy sure, 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 sure. my father came back very happy though well you know god love him but I, i'm going out there and the whole time we're paddling i'm trying to paddle and i'm telling myself okay i mean it's like when you're giving birth and you have to talk yourself through the breathe, 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 breathe thing. It was like that. It was one of those, okay, you can do this. Just breathe. You can do this. You can look straight ahead. You can do this. Were you at the front or in the back? Yes, I was at the front. 
Well, because you're he you're had, braver than I give you credit for, he lady. The, he had the um the the paddles for the the rudder thingy. Of course. So I was up front, and but yeah, no, I oh I yeah, but I survived it. And honestly, truth be told, I would probably do it again. Yeah, you would. We're gonna do it these holidays. I mean, I I just because it really was. I mean, honestly, the people who took us out were phenomenal i mean that 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 place was they are so good so i would highly recommend them nice don't say their name they're not paying us i know well no i'm kidding (laughs) just saying somebody wants to some cash my way (laughs) if you'd like to sponsor us and you happen to be this sea kayaking company email us on yeah that happened at gmail (laughs) (laughs) not that anybody's looking for any cash or anything right look Christmas is coming. I know. There's always a reason. <laughs> well, this is true. <laughs> but it just sounds so much better when you blame it off on it's all about the Christmas. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Oh, my God. Anyway, we're a good, what, 10 minutes in and we haven't yeah, talked about anything about. except trying to explain away our absence. Our lengthy absence. Yes. And then after this, we'll probably be away for a couple weeks again because it's Christmas. Yeah. So this is our... This is probably our farewell. Blow our pre-Christmas load now and yeah. then come back in the new year. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of my thought. Fresh-faced and... Well, let's not get happy. Bright-eyed. Yeah, again, let's not get happy. <laughs> and as always, under-caffeinated. <laughs> that's a true story. I'll give you that one. That is true. Mm. Oh, my God. This tea's yum, though. It's delicious. I've almost finished mine. I know. I have, too. That's a sad, sad thing. Mm-hmm. It's yum. Anyway, what are we talking about, Joycey? Oh, I think our... The, oh, this was to be the, the homage to your father. The, the people, oh, yeah, this was yeah. meant to be his birthday week episode. <laughs> yeah, yes. A bad. month ago. How? Well, nearly. No, nearly. Oh, my Lord. Um, people who led double lives. Mm. Do you or, care to explain why this is an homage to my father? We can oh, leave people no, guessing. No, 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 I'm just going to let people just guess. Send us your best guesses. What do you think? think her father's double life was oh, oh my god i'm would dying be, to know i would love to know what people are. send us guesses oh and i have some really good pictures of him in a dress just so you know oh my god you don't have any idea <laughs> he does have good legs can we talk about my case my, my case <laughs> my person case, now, my person. case <laughs> yes yes because after that I'm desperate to get to it. I know. You've been jonesing to tell me about this person. This person is so fascinating. I've been doing so much reading on them. Um, And I just have to pull my notes out. Hold on. Dear God, what is it? An Encyclopedia Britannica? Pretty much. Okay. Not quite. (laughs) Close. Uh, There is a lot of information out there about this person, but at the same time, there is not a lot of information about them. Oh. Because a lot of it is speculation, conjecture, and a lot of it also is, like, really um, not great, like, op-eds of the time. Oh. Like, um, just people saying shit for the sake of saying shit because there's somebody... Who they can aim their oh okay well there's nothing pointed quills yeah, there's, there's nothing like having a good target for your vitriol so okay mm-hmm. 
and it is very vitriolic a lot of the things that you that you read especially um comments of the time okay so so share share without share. further ado uh-huh to or, you and you and you. Or a don't. <laughs> or a don't. Oh, oh so shit. Hold on. Clever, I, I pushed me. a button and my, now my notes have... Okay, oh, hold on. Lord. <laughs> Say something interesting so I can recover for, for having... You're, you're doing note recovery. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything. It's fine. It's been a while since we've... Have you recovered? I have. Okay. So... Mrs. Cole's flatmate died on May 21st of 1810. It is unclear whether she knew very much about the woman with whom she had lived for the past 14 years or so. Okay. It's unclear if she knew this person's backstory, who they were. If she did know anything about her flatmate, though, she would have known about their notorious past. And she likely heard the rumors about them. These rumors were confirmed when she was tasked with dressing her flatmate's body for burial. And she discovered that they had, in fact, been born biologically male. Okay. And also, quick note, I can't be sure what pronouns this person would have preferred to use. And given the nature of this, I'm going to be using they, them pronouns only for their names. And just for timeline purposes, I'll use their surname at birth up until a certain point, then change over to the name they were known by until their death. Okay. Um, super not trying to dead name anyone. That, but no, that's I mean, not but, but my okay thing to do. Now. <laughs> but also, this is a person who was born in the 1700s and about whom the writings are not very sensitive well, to their be. particular situation. And I, I actually, I can't tell from what I've read... I think that this person genuinely did feel this way, but also there's a school of thought that the, the motivation may have been a little bit different. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll get to it. It'll make sense. Okay. Um, maybe. <laughs> it's been a while since I wrote these. I don't know if it makes sense. Okay, we'll quit dancing around so, the maypole. Let, let's, um, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Cole's flatmate was Mademoiselle de Beaumont, otherwise known as the Chevalier Dion. So... Clearly French names, which means my terrible French accent is coming okay. back. Yay. Yes. As well as my horrific French pronunciations. Yay. Something to look forward <laughs> to. What everyone loves. Yes. Um, Mademoiselle de Beaumont had lived more lives than most of us can even think about living. Okay. They were born on October 5th of 1728 in Tonnerre. France, as this is the best name ever, Charles, Genevieve, Louis, Auguste, André, Timothy, Dion de Beaumont. That's one, two, oh. three, four, five, six first names. <laughs> wow. And two surnames. Nice. Um, their family were essentially impoverished nobility. 
Okay. So Dion's point, yeah. father was an attorney and also the director of the King's Dominion, whatever that means. I did a really cursory Google search, but all that would come up was information and job vacancies at King's Dominion theme park in Virginia. <laughs> and look, I remember being a kid and all I wanted to do, because I grew up in D.C., <laughs> I just really wanted to go to King's Dominion every summer. <laughs> and it brought back some memories. But good news, guys, it looks like they're hiring. Hey. If you're in communications, they're looking for you. Well... Um, anyway, back to this. Dion's, I think that's how you say it, D apostrophe E-O-N. Dion. 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 Yeah, sounds right. Ha ha ha. 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 The College Mazarin mm-hmm. in 1749, having studied canon law and civil law. Very poncy. Ah, okay, so you can, okay, got it. You can see where they're going? Their um, career um, trajectory yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, is I'm coming s- into view right now? Seeing a career path, yes. Uh, they then went on to become a political writer, mm-hmm. and their career took off from there. In 1758, they were appointed to the role of a royal censor for history and literature by... Oh, fuck, I don't remember how to pronounce this. Malasherbs? We're going to go with that. Let's say that's it. Who incidentally went on to become defense counsel for Louis XV. 15th, yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, 16th. 16th. XVI. 16th. Yes, 16th. Ah, just kidding, guys. Mm-hmm. Math. It's got me yeah, again. It's the numbers. They get you every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, so, Louis the 16th's father, I guess, Louis the 15th, mm-hmm. had... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> had run with his uncle on his mother's side... <laughs> had run a program called Le Secret du Roy. Du Roy. Uh-huh. Or The King's, King's Secret. Secret. Yes. This started sometime around 1748. Um, as it was a secret that's a little bit unclear. Mm. Which means um, that everybody at court knew. <laughs> which means... <laughs> I mean naturally Harry (laughs) which means everyone knows exactly um it was an an established network of agents that were operating throughout Europe on behalf of the king Uh like some little minions (laughs) uh the thing is that they is that a minion or a mignon (laughs) mignonette could have been (laughs) god it um, really should have been coffee. A filet mignon. <laughs> it's just a whole pile of long pick. <laughs> which, from listening to Wine and Crime, I know is human meat. Good. When you cannibalize, it's called long pick. Good to know. Which may, I mean, who knows? Could have happened. We've talked about corpse medicine. Mm-hmm. Just chopping each other up. Oh, Lord. Uh, anyway. 
established network of agents that were operating throughout Europe on behalf of the king. The thing is that they worked in all areas and levels of government, mm. and they were working purely for the personal and or political objectives of the king. Mm-hmm. At times, frequently, these objectives were at odds with the publicly stated policies of France. Gee, I can't imagine. What? Um, an example of this has per Britannica, and also becomes real relevant in a minute, is that time at band camp when <laughs> Louis when Louis the fifteenth publicly renounced the idea of a French candidate, his cousin, the Prince de Conti, winning the elective Polish crown. Mm-hmm. However, he had La Secret agents working behind the scenes to accomplish this, mm-hmm. which is going to come back in a moment. Um, official ministers knew nothing about the secret. La Secret. Um, which often meant that his foreign policy was confusing at best. Um, this also had some influence on Alexandre Dumas and his writing of The Three Musketeers. Uh, the Three Musketeers, yes. Yes. Which is, I mean, his life is super interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, in 1756, La Secret Roy. Mm-hmm. The Secret Roy. <laughs> just, just a guy named Roy. Just keep going. Wearing a trench coat with some watches and no underpants. Just, yes. Oh, no. I and he's like, ha, ha, ha. It's my secret. It's the IT crowd with Roy and Moss, and I can't imagine Roy. I've never watched (laughs) it. Oh, my God. Yeah, the mental image is not a good one, so just no. (laughs) Excellent. Wow. Oh, God. La Secret, Roy, Mm -hmm. uh, welcomed Dion to their ranks. Whilst working on behalf of Le Secret... They were sent alongside the Chevalier Alexandre Pierre de Mackenzie Douglas, <laughs> who was a Jacobite from Scotland, mm-hmm. working in service to Russia. Or sorry, to France. France. Uh, yes. They sent him to Russia, to is Russia. where I was going with that yeah. before I fucked it up. Um, their objective on this trip was to meet with the Empress Elizabeth, mm. uh, but also to meet with a pro-French faction to work against the Habsburgs. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They just felt that their jaw game was too strong. Uh, well, you know, you'll have that. <laughs> just, that Habsburg wow. jaw, man, it was man, a killer. it was a killer. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Maybe uh, don't marry your relatives. <laughs> oh, um, Lord. Up until this point... Dion appears to have been living entirely as a man. Okay, sounds as though. It's here that Dion claimed, and Mm -hmm. it is disputed whether this is his own legend making or whether this actually happened, Mm -hmm. but he claimed to have infiltrated Empress Elizabeth's court as a woman. Here they performed a double duty. Working as that, you can go real dirty route with that sentence. Mm-hmm. You can, but let move on. I'm I'm curious now. Ah oh, fuck! I want to go the 
No. No. Working as a secretary to the French ambassador, Mackenzie. How do you help me out with this? Mackenzie Douglas. No, that's not right. Can you do it better? Oh, is Mackenzie Douglas? Oh, nice. That, was that real close? Are we Baron Mackenzie Douglas? Yes, are we no, Baron. That, why did no, that go slightly Irish? You just went a little nasally. It's all Irish. good. Real <laughs> nasal. It's my nose. It's all it's it's because you through my nose. You had the French going on and you got now the nose going. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Mackenzie Douglas, <laughs> and being part of the Empress's court as a woman for Le Secret du Roy, mm-hmm. for a Roy with the trench coat, attempting to sway the Empress's opinions as Lady Leah de Beaumont. Okay, all right. So that's that's how he started working as a woman. In how they the, started working they, as a woman. in the in the Russian court. Yes. Okay. Supposedly. There's zero evidence aside from their own memoirs to so, say this. Th- there is a copy of uh, Beaumont's... We are going to get to it. Okay. All right. All right. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> the Seven Years' War is five years in. Oh, well, you know. And things are... I thought you were going to say the Seven Years' War is 15 years in, which is part of the course. <laughs> 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 No, no, this one lasted seven years. Actual seven years, yes. <laughs> and things are not great not for France. Well. Yeah, it's, it's not, a, not a raging success, no. It is not successful. No, also, do you know what I only discovered when I did this? So I'd heard about the Seven Years' War, but uh-huh. I'd never really looked into it because who has the time? Right. When I was at school and learned about it, it was called the French and Indian War. Mm-hmm. And when I was at school and learned about it, they never mentioned that it spanned across three fucking continents, did oh, no, they? No, no, they only talked it was completely... about it. It was completely North American centric. Yes. yes. But no, Surprise, it... guys. It didn't all just happen there. It was also it happening was... in Europe. Yes, it was. Um, yes. And it said three it actually... continents, so it had to have yeah. been over another one. We've only got two there. I don't know where the other one was. North um, Africa, I think. Yeah. I think either North Africa or it could have been Asia because it could have... Asia because of Russia. It could have fallen into Russia may have been yeah. where it went rather than going south. It may well, have there been. was talk about the English wanting to stop the French from getting into Empress Elizabeth's court and so, so stopping yeah, anyone have, who wasn't... It must have gone north instead of south, yeah. Yeah, okay. so yeah. one of the reasons that supposedly they lived as a woman in the court is that um, the English weren't allowing men and they were only allowing women and children so mm. they decided that they were going to well that would be the most effective take on this persona right i mean it would be the most efficacious way of doing what you need to do so yeah it makes sense for sure okay so um, so now we're in the seven years war things are not going well yeah we're five years in things aren't going super um dion was called back to france where they secured a spot in the french cavalry which then led to a position in the Dragoons. Ooh. And I'm sorry, but I keep reading this as dragons. <laughs> and then my brain goes to that Danny Kaye movie, The Flagon exactly. with the, the Dragon, dragon has, has the Brew, brew. That, that is, is true. true. Yes. 
and the pestle with the vessel. We'll yeah. kill you. Yeah, pretty much, yes. Yeah, so that's a fun time. Um, <laughs> you had such a fabulous place to live in. Just... Yeah, it's like a real confusing place to live in. It's like a bunch of back alleyways. I was thinking the maze. Some <laughs> dodgy shops in there. It's like diagonally. <laughs> diagonally is exactly that's, my brain. That's what it is. It's Diagon Alley. Yeah. That's, that's your head. Yes. Okay, so he's he's they are now in the dragoons. Yes. Okay. Uh, they were also awarded a pension of two thousand livre for their service in Russia. I normally like to find out how much that is relevant to today, but I have no way to no, do that yeah. because it was real hard. I tried, mm-hmm. but put it in the too hard basket. Move we can. On. Yeah. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Just just moving along. <laughs> I can only assume it's the relative worth of Jeff Bezos pre-COVID. Possibly. So he would... Or they... Sorry. Sorry. They were real wealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is where I'm going with that. I'm assuming. I don't actually know. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Um, So, they were quite proud of their position in the Dragoons. And were hardly ever seen without their hardly ever happens happens (laughs) they were hardly ever publicly seen without their very distinctive dragoon uniform on yes uh apparently they only took this uniform off very reluctantly Mm -hmm. so obviously this was a great source of pride Mm -hmm. And, and they did well in the unit as well um being noted for the bravery. Uh-huh. Uh, Dion fought during the Battle of... We're going to get my full range of real bad European accents right oh, now. Oh, goody. Willinghausen. <laughs> okay. That was I like, German. I like that one. That was German. <laughs> I like it. I like the look I on your like... face when you're trying to channel your German. It was yeah, really... Yeah. It wasn't yeah. nearly angry enough. Let me try that. Willinghausen. There you go. That's better. That's better. Makes me want to... Apologies just... to Germany. Don't... <laughs> it just made me want... I was going to salute. I wasn't <laughs> no, going to do no, the other no, one. No, 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 no. I just kept thinking Colonel Klink. <laughs> In 1761 was the Battle of Willinghausen. <laughs> okay. It's like my French gets seedier and seedier. My German's going to get angrier. There you go. After which they were sent to London to assist in drafting a priest, a, a priest treaty, a peace treaty. <laughs> also, a, probably a priest treaty. <laughs> probably so. A priest. No. No. Just <laughs> keep going. Um, well, they did study canon law, so I maybe. I know, so it could have happened, so just, oh God, move on. <laughs> uh, drafting a peace treaty to end what had become an embarrassing loss for France. No. Ha ha ha. An embarrassing loss. I cannot believe C'est très embarrassant. <laughs> ha ha <laughs> They may also have been sent there with secret orders from... La Secret. No. To investigate invasion routes into Britain. <laughs> Something Louis's ministers were very Brit- much not aware of. <laughs> this never eventuated, obviously. But not have gone down a tree. No. Um, and the Peace of Paris was negotiated to end the Seven Years' War. Oh. La Peace du Paris. Oh, the best. 
The piss. <laughs> You're taking the piss. You're taking the piss out of Paris. <laughs> God. For this, oh, they were Lord. awarded the Cross of St. Louis mm. and the title of Chevalier, mm. which, I didn't know, is an honorific title equivalent to a knighthood, meaning that they could be called the equivalent of Sir. Sir. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they became... So was Maurice Chevalier then Maurice Sir? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maurice the Knight type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just that. I know. My head's not a very, very clear path to live in either. So. Occasionally something shiny floats past and my head changes completely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my. like that movie Inside Out. Up yes. in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Up in here. Up and see it happened again. I know. Just keep reading. Um, focus, focus, focus. <laughs> meanwhile, they became the Charge d'Affaires in London. Uh oh. This is a position which is essentially a diplomat it's... serving an embassy's chief of mission yeah. in the absence of an ambassador, mm-hmm. like a substitute teacher. Yes, yeah, Charge d'Affaires is yeah. Put a video on and go outside for a smoke in peace. <laughs> Except with full ambassadorial powers on behalf of an exactly. entire whole ass country. country. Yes. <laughs> and um, all of the immunity that comes with it. <laughs> yeah. So more, instead of like when a sub puts on a video and goes outside to smoke, it's more like when a substitute teacher gives you a pop quiz and you're like, what the actual fuck, man? Mm-hmm. You're meant to be easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, they became quite connected with English nobility through this position, mm-hmm. whining and dining them with produce from their own vineyard in France, which is just about the douchiest thing I can imagine. <laughs> ho, 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 try my brie. It is from my vineyard in France. Have it with my Chardonnay, which tastes like shit. My Bordeaux. My Bordeaux. I think that actually think that this village might be near Bordeaux. Potentially. Is <laughs> yeah, it? You, think, do you I, probably I, know more than I, I do? No, I, th- I think it might be, but I, I won't swear to that. Drama Bordeaux. Drama Bordeaux. It pairs well with the taste of merde. <laughs> and dead burned English English. <laughs> oh god, that's terrible. Oh my god. Now, when the real ambassador arrived, (laughs) Dion was demoted. Oh. And this was not a fun time for them. No. They had quite expensive tastes. Oh. And the government had already reprimanded them for bringing in too much wine, which, fuck that. And no, of course, it came in on North. There is no such thing. Um, that is, that is not a thing. That's a, that, no. That's that's no. That's how an impossibility. else are you supposed to ingratiate yourself with the English nobility so that you can investigate ways to invade their country? I'm just Come saying, just on. the sentence "too much wine." It's no. It's impossible. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Turns out, France seems to think that there can be too much wine. Well, they're wrong. Classic false. Less than correct. (laughs) (laughs) Also, as secretary, Mm -hmm. their position was below the new ambassador. (laughs) Funny that. Who was the the Comte de Gershi. 
Gershi? Gershi. Gershi. <laughs> Who was inept and not well liked. Uh. But in their role as a spy for La Secret, their position was ranked above Gershi. Mm, power struggle, power struggle. Yes. Neither one can decide who gets to be on top. That's what, when you said... Okay, clusterfuck of proportions over here. Him. I mean, it's just like, okay, really? Yeah, it's just, there's so many jokes. And they're all bad. Yeah. And and they're easy to make, so, yeah, no. Unless do I it, do that. it, do it. Um, This was obviously hard for them to reconcile. And they were quick to point out the unsustainability of this role in increasingly Karen-esque angry letters to the management. Uh, one of these letters included the accusation that Gyoshi had attempted to drug them during a dinner. <laughs> it was just bad wine. <laughs> oh, it came from your own vineyard. vineyard. God. Um, really, Becky. <laughs> Imagine Dion's just sitting there and he's like, You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. Oh my god. Um, oh. Only dogs could hear that. Yes. Hmm. All this hubbub led to their dismissal from the role entirely and a call to come back to France Uh oh. and face the music by October 19th of 1763. Mm-hmm. However, Dion was concerned that the music was actually a one-way trip to the Bastille. Or the guillotine. <laughs> well, the Bastille, which leads to la the guillotine. guillotine. <laughs> yes. Um, so con- they were concerned that that was what was going to happen as they had become inconvenient. It's, it, it, the, you'll have so, that. <laughs> they weren't going. No. No. He's like, mm, no. Y'all take a pass on that. No, I'm thanks. good. <laughs> I'll stay here. I'll just sit that one out. Yeah. Not, not interested. I just changed my clothes. I'm good. <laughs> Don't like it. I think I have to wash my hair that day. <laughs> Don't And want you know it. I only get to wash my hair once a year. Because we live in the 1700s. Oh. So I, sorry, got an appointment, a prior engagement. <laughs> prior engagement. No, it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> the king ordered an extradition, <gasps> which the British foreign minister was like, nah, I'm good. Said no thanks to. Yeah, not interested. In response, the French government said no thanks to continuing to pay Dion's pension. Uh-oh. Now this is where it would get complicated. Not, not great for Dion. No. But in response to this, and in an effort to essentially try to save their social station, they wrote a book. Oh, this is where the memoirs come in. Not Got quite. It. Oh, no. A 200-page book. <gasps> oh, no, not a tell-all. Of all the diplomatic documents they had. <gasps> With one exception, the documentation detailing their sequ- their mission with La Secret and including the mission to find an invasion route was left out. Wow. 
Those were blackmail slash insurance slash ransom yeah, slash yeah. collateral. Yeah, no, you definitely definitely need an insurance policy if you're going to write a tell-all book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, wow. Dion wanted the ambassador recalled and their pension restored. I wonder if Funny Dion was that. a seal. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe. Just saying, it could have been the original seal. Uh, the book caused a scandal, unlike anything ever seen before. Gee, I can't imagine why. Literally everyone was talking about it, from mm-hmm. people in cafes to heads of state. And literally everyone was going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, am I next to be called to uh-huh. the bestia? It was <laughs> like the original gossip blog, mm-hmm. except it wasn't blind items. No, it, it was... was. Full on Perez Hilton style, call everyone out. Um, it was made clear to the king exactly what was held back as collateral mm-hmm. and what would happen if. Should anything happen to Dion. Or if Dion's demands were not met. Okay. Uh, there was quite a bit of back and forth between Gyoshi and Dion. Over this time, because mm-hmm. obviously they called out the new ambassador right. in the book, um, each taking the other to court for either libel, mm-hmm. in Gyoshi's case, or attempted murder, in Dion's case. That whole incident with the drugging oh, at dinner. Oh, it's the drugging, the, the bad wine thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, however, Dion had the British public on their side. Mm. And mobs went after the ambassador. Like, grab your torch and pitchforks, boys. Mm-hmm. We're gonna flay a Frenchman, apparently. <laughs> Long pig for dinner tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Who's flay me <laughs> So, really coming was. back. <laughs> um, they threw rocks at his home and shouted at him in public. Eventually, the king acquiesced and recalled the ambassador, as well as restored the pension of Dion. Okay. They remained in service to the king as a spy. However, they were exiled from France. It doesn't sound like it's such a bad thing to be exiled at this point. (laughs) This lasted about ten years. Okay. But when, in 1774, Louis XV died... Dion began negotiating a return to France. Ooh, <laughs> son boy. A treaty was written that allowed for this to happen as long as Dion returned all documents relating to Le Secret. Oh. And it becomes really unclear here how the next bit plays out. And that needs to be stressed. It is really unclear Don't ever give which up. way this mm. next thing went. Ever give so, up your only oh. No, he didn't do, sorry, he didn't the guy that went over to negotiate didn't get the papers from them until, and I don't have the, the guy that went over his name right now, mm-hmm. he didn't get the papers from Dion until this was all said and done, I think. Um, Sorry, I should have written down their, the name but I didn't mm. because I had a cold and I was dying, okay? Okay, yes. Um, I had not COVID. 
<laughs> just near death. <laughs> just, I got better. Okay. <laughs> um, so it becomes really unclear how this next bit played out. So Dion had quite androgynous features as it was. Mm-hmm. And it had been known that they dressed as a woman in the past. Right. This was so well known that the London Stock Exchange had a betting pool about their true sex. Oh. In the world's biggest air quotes. That's a real icky sort of term. Yeah, but no, but that's... Yeah, I mean, I can see where they would do that. I mean, they used to take bets on everything and its brother at that time. Yeah, well, I mean, they were taking bets on vulva or penis this time. Um, Like... uh, when Dion left their house, people would try to rip their clothes off in the streets to see, to see. their bits and bobs. Right, yeah. To try to get confirmation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to have armed guards accompanying them everywhere. Wow. Because of this. What a sensation. Mm-hmm. Uh, some accounts say that Dion demanded as part of the negotiations with the French government to be recognized publicly as a woman. Mm-hmm. Other accounts, though, say that the government demanded that Dion take up, again, air quotes here, the costume of a woman in order to retain lands and property. Um, Dion themselves fueled all of this by claiming to have been born as a female and forced to take on the role of a son to a father who would only tolerate a boy mm-hmm. and needed inheritance, so had to have a boy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Laws. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this positioned Dion as a heroine who did the best they could for their country, as opposed to someone who could have otherwise been seen as a trickster. Right, okay. Um, this is what I mean about it's really unclear the motivations. That's behind really yeah, this yeah, yeah. person living as a woman, whether they truly identified as well, female other... or whether this was something that they were kind of forced into doing, I don't know. But I tend to think that they actually did identify as female. There, but there's a really horrible part of my brain that goes, okay, so if you switch genders and can obtain another pension for lack of a better word, from another government as a person in as in the that gender and continue to receive your pension that you were receiving as Dion, then you're double dipping literally. <laughs> yeah, I, mean? I, I don't I mean, think that that was the case here. So you don't think that, that they were trying to... No. To work the system, no. as it were. no. There's nothing about that. Oh, okay. And I get the cynical part of your brain that yeah. says that, but I I tend to think that they did just It was just a identify that way. Thing. Yeah, okay. It may be. I don't, I don't know. know. And this is this next bit makes me question my thinking, but you know I always want to believe what people say. Mm-hmm. I'm gullible and shit. I just um, want to hope for the best, but yeah. yeah. But um, so this next bit kind of makes me wonder about that. So this was the narrative 
that the government and Dion went with, that mm-hmm. they were born female and forced to and live as, as a, a male. As a male in order to retain inheritance rights. Okay. Yes. Um, however, it is interesting to note that when Dion arrived back in France, it was in a full dragoon captain's uniform. Yes. Yeah, so, they I mean, did not take up the dress or mannerisms of a woman until many months later when a royal decree came down demanding it, saying, and this is a quote from the decree, mm-hmm. by order of the king, Charles, Genevieve, Louis, Auguste, <laughs> André, Timothy, Dion de Beaumont, is commanded to leave off the drag- dragoon's uniform, which she is wearing, and to dress according to her sex. I wonder if that was to 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 prevent Dion from some sort of inheritance or some sort of of, of legal right or standing as well, as a male. The thing is that this was part of the the this was a negotiated the negotiation deal, was that they could retain their lands and properties. Hmm. Um, so I don't see the benefit. I, I yeah. Again, I don't like, know. Like you said, it's it's very murky. That is, it is, that is really, really murky yeah. and it's bizarre. Hmm. But hmm. I I'm choosing to think that they actually did identify as a woman okay. because I would hate to think that somebody lived the rest of their lives in a way that they uh, that wasn't how they truly felt when they didn't need to. Well, but at that time they did need to. Well, just wait. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, but just wait, wait. There's more. It's the 1700s. Think about it. Okay. We are in 1770 something seven now. Mm-hmm. Um. So, this royal decree comes down. Blah, 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 blah. When they went to the clothing director of none other than Marie Antoinette and had a Princess Diaries style makeover, mm-hmm. they lived the rest of their lives as a woman. So from here on, anytime I refer to them by name, it will either be as Mademoiselle Dion or Mademoiselle du Beaumont, which okay. they seem to use interchangeably, interchangeably. and okay. intermittently, just right. depending. So... Mademoiselle Le Chevalier Dion was born. And actually, not Chevalier, Chevalier Dion? The female version of Chevalier. Mm -hmm. Um, They were officially presented at Versailles on November 21st of 1777. Contemporary reports were not complimentary. Mm. However, the public did seem to accept the story and embrace them in their new identity. Then, when France, France mm-hmm. became involved in the American Revolutionary War, Mademoiselle Dion petitioned to once again don their dragoon's uniform and join the fight. Again, I nearly read it as dragon's uniform, and all I can picture is <laughs> Mother of Dragons style hopping on <laughs> and burning King's Landing to the ground. There you go. Um... Would have been a better story <laughs> if that hadn't happened. They ruined Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> fight me on that one. Got nothing. 
Mademoiselle Dion petitioned to have to once again don their dragoons uniform and join the fight. This was denied. They did continue, however, to write and published a memoir, the mm. title of which roughly translates to The Military, Political, and Private Life of Mademoiselle Dion. Okay. And they returned to England in 1785. And then what happened? Oh, my. Keep going. 1785, what comes next? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just drew a complete, yeah, what, go. Um, the French Revolution. The Revolution. <laughs> but that was, what, that was in... 1790s. Yeah, okay, I was thinking 1786, 87, but okay. Whichever. And... Uh, I imagine they were glad to be anywhere but France. France, yes, okay. However, it did mean that their pension disappeared and their property was confiscated by the new government. In order to maintain their lifestyle, they wound up selling their personal possessions. Mm -hmm. um, then they began to participate in duels and fencing tournaments to make ends meet. There's so many, like... Um, As a female? Contemporary, yes. Con I just realized nobody could see me nodding my head yes to you. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of contemporary, uh, I guess, artworks, drawings, mm -hmm. um, paintings Portraits, of them. Yeah. Dueling, having fencing competitions with people. Okay. Um, one of which has the Prince of Wales watching. Not Charles, he's not quite that old. Just missed it by a little bit. Uh, yeah. Nearly. Yeah. But not quite. Is he the Prince of Wales? You should know. No, William's the Prince of Wales, isn't he? Uh, William is. Somebody in the UK is going to email us and be like, yes. you guys, seriously, <laughs> sort your shit out. Yeah. Um, no, Charles is Prince of Wales. William is. Because he's William Wales, isn't he? When he was at, at Sandringham, he may have taken Wales as his name, too, while he was at school. I don't know. I just remember watching something, some uh, dramatized version yeah, of on. their yeah. lives or something. Not the crown. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Point being, they began to participate in duels and fencing tournaments to make ends meet. Hmm. Um, this has quite a sad end, though, when they suffered an injury and were severely, severely wounded during one such tournament. Um, Mademoiselle Beaumont eventually found themselves in poverty, even going to a debtor's prison for a time. Wow. Yeah. They ended up needing to live with a flatmate, Mrs. Cole. You, know, oh, you remember okay. from before? You remember right. her earlier? <laughs> she, found, she found them dead. Oh, great. Spoiler alert. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they spent the last years of their lives... Of, of their life, sorry, not lives. Well, I suppose lives. There's a double life episode. Um, as a shutaway, rarely mm. venturing outside of their house and eventually becoming completely bedridden and cared for by Mrs. Cole until their death. Oh. With the nitty-gritty of their life being sort of perused over in the papers every now and then and people constantly harassing them about wow i just want i mean what's in their pants which is a bit of a sad end to somebody who had a quite incredible life yeah yeah 
I yeah okay now now I'm gonna have to read about this person simply because it's oh I mean just they're the, fascinating and there's a, like there's a lot of details but a lot of it as well is but I mean it's when, hard to know what's I real mean, and what's not that level of detail from rumor and innuendo exactly it, and that's what a lot of it was which but if you have that kind of detail in rumor and innuendo. There must be, it just follows that there must be some grain of truth, some strand Smoke of... Smoke fire situation. Yeah, some strand of truth that both sides of that coin are following. Maybe? I don't know. Oh, interesting. It is really interesting, It though. is intriguing. And... Well, thanks for giving me something fun to read. <laughs> yes. So... Nice one. That's me. Now I see why you were so anxious to tell me about that yeah. one. Yeah. And yes. I'm so glad that you brought up dad in a dress. <laughs> I know. That just, boy, that segued beautifully, didn't it? It did. And it wasn't even on purpose. That's what's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Oh, mine's, mine's really, but again, we're talking France. France. Are you, oh, yes. No, I know who you're doing. Yes. Oh, of course you know who we I'm We are doing. in France. We are doing sort of France. We're doing France light. Oh, <laughs> Uh, a couple weeks ago when we decided what we were doing, I really practiced my best imitation of this person. I know. So I am, just wait for it. Feel, feel free to kick in. Um, so Don't it, this, worry. This one combines two of my favorite things. Spies and cooking. Oops. And France. <laughs> and there's Vive one, la France. And there's one person out there who's going to be going... I know exactly what this is. I know is. who you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they will be saying that. Hi. Oh. But anyway, mine is Julia McWilliams' child. Don't crowd the mushrooms. Oh, no, my. I did it again. Did I it made again. her English again. Yes. Fuck. You'll get it eventually. It's, it's gonna, I'm going to get it. So Don't. Don't. You keep going. I'm gonna... the mu- no, you made her too American. She had that weird mid-Atlantic yeah. thing going Don't. on. Crowd the mushrooms. No, now no, she's Scottish. No, I sound Scottish. like, a, like a, uh, Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> the loons. The loons. Oh, my God. Oh, is there anybody I can insult that I've missed? Oh, my God. So, anyway, Julia was born on 15 August 1912 in Pasadena, California. So, she's one of three children who are all exceptionally tall. Julia clock, <laughs> clocked in at six feet, two inches tall, which is roughly 188 centimeters. Yeah, or 1.87 meters. Hmm. Um, her sister, Dort, or Dorothy. I'm sorry. I, I kid you not, that's what they called her was Dort. But her name was Dorothy. Do you remember? I do. When Dorky. I was a kid. Yes, I do. Dorky. I'll be the Wicked Witch. You be Dorky. Dorky. <laughs> exactly. And he was. To my brother. Yes, and he was. Who may or may not know about this. I don't know. <laughs> if, if he's listening, you're still dorky, met you. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, her sister Dorothy was six foot four. Okay. And she was six two. She was six. She, she was oh. the runt she's of the, the letter. Runt. She was, was the runt of the letter, I think. She was the runt of the letter. Well, there's no, there's actually no proof of that because this, this is, I couldn't find anything that even mentioned a measurement of her brother's height um her brother john there's no maybe they didn't have rulers that big no i think it's just because a tall guy was not 
not extraordinary. Remarkable. Exactly. It was just more common, so they didn't actually put emphasis on his height. Yeah. But having those two girls that were six foot two and six foot four was apparently a thing. But anyway, there there's a, a point to the, the whole mentioning of her height and I'll get to it. But she was she was born um oh pardon me. Uh, oh she was born yeah sorry yeah that's exactly yeah trying to read in the dark is never a good thing um so she was born in privilege her mother was a paper company heiress oh um, nice the, the daughter of byron weston um who was also a lieutenant governor of massachusetts why were you not born an heiress i don't know talk to my mother i got nothing so, so disappointing. She went to the fancy schools in California, then went on to Smith. Oh, yeah, okay. The, the, the private women's college in oh, Northampton. Oh, I, I know I know Smith. you know Smith, yes. Uh, so <laughs> she majored in history and graduated in 1934 with her degree in said history. Um, and she went to work as a copywriter, which is basically marketing papers in the day um social it's like um a social media consultant today Mm -hmm. so basically that's what she was doing Um, she was just fiending on facebook all day yeah if there had been a facebook she would have that would have been what she was doing excellent um (laughs) excellent excellent did you see what i did there i did i I did Ah. and the omelets it's real Uh, honey oh yeah that's yeah so anyway World War II starts up, and she tries to enlist to do her bit. (laughs) However, and this is where her height comes in, she was rejected by the the Women's Army Corps and by the the Women's Naval, I can't remember what they're called, the Waves is what they used to call them, but but she was rejected by both of them for being too tall. They had a cutoff of six feet. Could she not have just shaved some height off a la Cinderella's sisters? Yeah, well, I mean, I was thinking the bouffant hair and all of that, but apparently, no, it didn't work out. Just slouch a little. Yeah, well, but the Office of Strategic Services was happy to take her. In the office of the of strategic service service, oh my god, that too, yeah, I know, that's the forerunner of the CIA. I was about to say yes. that is the precursor to that is exactly the who, agency. That's who that was. So technically, she did work for a spy organization. <laughs> she did, and she could be classified as a spy. Okay, and, but as far as we know, there's nothing that says that she did any kind of field work. And she said that initially... Wink, wink. Yeah, nudge, nudge. Um, she said that initially she was a research assistant, which meant she spent most of her days typing. And she uh-huh. she says that she typed over 10,000 little white cards and put in for a transfer. <laughs> <laughs> she was done with that. She's like, I'm out, Bored bitches. out of her. I mean, can you imagine, I mean, how mind-numbingly boring uh-huh. for someone as smart as she was? I mean, it's like, God, I can't even imagine. Yeah. But she works her way through. I mean, I'm not as smart as she is, so no, I, I can't imagine. But I just, God, I think it would be terrible. I mean, that's a fate worse than death on some level. 
Um, she works her way through several departments and eventually lands in the OSS Emergency Sea Rescue Equipment Section. Where Sounds like a real convoluted I, title. I, well, they're all convoluted at that point in time. I mean, there's, well, there's, they still are. Who am I kidding? Um, so it, there she works on a shark repellent. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I remember this. Yes. yes. Oh, one moment. <coughs> Pardon me. I am so sorry. Oh, I just couldn't stop that. <laughs> I don't know how to edit that out. There is no editing. They're just going to have to live with the sneeze. Everyone's just collectively. Yeah, just just going, wipe oh, bless wipe you. Yeah, just just wipe your earbuds out. It's all fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's just a little bit of a snot. Exactly. That's all it is. Yeah, just hand sanitizer. It's It'll fine. be fine. Uh, <laughs> so she's working on this shark repellent with Dr. Henry Field. And Captain Harold Coolidge. And Austin Powers. No, Austin didn't turn up yet. Um, No, what's the other one? What's the bad one? Dr. Dr. Evil. Evil. Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, So she's Coolidge's executive assistant. And said of her time that she spent as his executive assistant. And and I'm going to try and do my best, Julia, but I won't. I must say... We had lots of fun. <laughs> we was, had lots of fun. And I was like, okay, I don't even know where to go with that when I read that. I was like, what, what, what kind of fun are we talking exactly? But they designed, um, oh, pardon me, rescue kits and other agent paraphernalia. That, that's, what paraphernalia. She, that's what she said, yes. These things um, have different connotations now, Julia. Yes, Julia. Julia. You talk about crowding the mushrooms, wowzers. What kind of mushrooms is she cooking? Crowd, uh-huh. um, so the shark repellent that they developed um, apparently is still uh, in, used for down space equipment um, to prevent damage from shark attacks whenever things come you know, land back in the whenever ocean. Whenever space yeah, when equipment falls out of the sky. Comes <laughs> yes. down. There you is go. Is downed. Yeah, downed. Whenever. Almost as though it the name fell. downed space equipment is self-explanatory. Okay, seriously, dude. <laughs> I'm working at it. I'm doing my best here. Because it's like 11 o'clock <laughs> Exactly. Right so, and, so fucking tired. I know. An interview with, with her um, is included in the book Sisterhood of Spies by Betty McIntosh. So Sisterhood of Spies. Who was also um, a female Sorry, OSS I'm to get officer. Her, You'll get it. Her voice down so that I can make fun of it. Yes. Not make fun of it. Sorry. <laughs> Imitate it. So Flattery. after she's done all of this 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 work and, and worked with um, Coolidge and uh, and Field, she moves on and goes to Sri Lanka. And then she goes to China. Mm-hmm. And she works there as the chief of the OSS registry. Um, so, needless to say, she leaves the OSS at the end of the war. But um, <laughs> one of the the biographical pieces that I, I used in this when I was reading about her um, put it best when it said she took with her two important souvenirs: the French she learned at thrice weekly lessons in dc and her husband mm-hmm. paul cushing child or stanley tucci yes <laughs> if you've seen the movie and i love stanley tucci but who doesn't i just I, 
she fascinated me because for my birthday several years ago, one of my dear friends took me to see Julie and Julia mm. for as a birthday thing. And she, to this day, swears that she probably missed most of the movie because she was watching me howl. I mean, I was, I was cracking up embarrassingly loud. <laughs> and when Julia Child drops the F-bomb, <laughs> I just, I nearly rolled out into the floor It's laughing. Meryl Streep, isn't it? She's yes. brilliant in that role. She is so, she did it so, so, so well. When we went to the Smithsonian years ago, um, when... James and I were in DC. Mm-hmm. I made him stand in line to see her kitchen oh, at yes. the American History Museum. Um, yeah, it's it's a requirement in life. Absolutely, yeah. I took yes. so many photos; it was obscene. I know, but yes, I, I just I adored her, and I just I just thought it was really really cool that she. You can make you can draw your own conclusions as to what she may or may not have been doing. She was having some fun. But I just thought it was hysterical that With she's Stanley in the mushroom. She started out typing ten thousand little white note cards and immediately put in for a transfer. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. I'm there. Why is she Miss Piggy? I don't when know. you do that. I don't, I don't oh know. Julia Child Bacon. I don't know. There's there's probably some 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 weirdo connection there. Oh I don't gosh. know. It's 11 o'clock at night. What do you want from me, kid? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. Oh. So, anyway, that, that's that's my poorly written and, and basically there for entertainment value version of Julia McWilliams' child. Ta-da! I like it. So, was she technically a spy? Did she... She didn't do any spying, she, supposedly, she, did she? Theoretically, supposedly. She only did, did she ever office get suspected work. of it? Was she ever? I, it, there were rumors that that when she was uh, that that she had done some field work, but nobody knows. I mean, for sure and certain. Other than I mean, I'm sure her husband knew, but mm. other than that, you know, because um, was, was just... the OSS um, as oh. covert and as spy as the agency well yeah i mean it was the beginnings of so yeah yeah, yeah but were they as active in the yeah but it, but in a um, operational sense yeah, of the word with limited i mean you know they had limited capabilities at that time but yes they, were they their were. agents allowed to tell their spouses um their no, spice? not not actually <laughs> the spice weren't supposed to know okay um, but he also worked in the diplomatic sector, you know, in, yeah. in parts. So that's how they went to Paris, isn't it? So he, yeah. So he, you know, I, I'm sure that there were some things that they could talk about and a lot of things that yeah, they talked around. It's got to be so hard. Mm, I would imagine. Yes, you would imagine. I would imagine. Okay. Is that us? Can I go home and go to bed now? Mom, I, that energized tea is kicking in. I feel like we should do another. Let's go for another hour. I'm going home, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I want to go home and take a nap. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, we will be back in the new year. Yes. On a more regular schedule as well. We're not going to be as fluty and fuck aroundy as we have been the last month. We're going to try to not be as fluty and. and 
fuck aroundy as we have. We are not going to be as flutey and fuck aroundy. We are going to be regular, like a vegan's shitting. (laughs) Okay, I am so going home and going to bed now. I'm done with you. That's just a gross analogy. (laughs) It is also... It's true, but it's gross. <laughs> We're gonna be regular, like when you have fiber cereal in the morning. There you go, like you're like your eight a.m. shit. <laughs> like you're, you're eating all bran every day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God. Anyway, oh Lord, have mercy on our souls and yours as well. If you've stuck around this long, yeah, really. Thank you. You definitely, Lord, needs to have mercy on your souls. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Okay, so that's us. That is us. Merry Christmas to everyone. If that's what you celebrate or whatever you celebrate, yeah. Happy have. What is it? Pardon? Happy. Happy. Holomus. What do they call it? The Festivus for the rest of us? Oh, I like that. can't remember who did that, but... Anyway, Anyway. happy whatever holiday you celebrate, if you celebrate something. And if not, find something to celebrate. If not, just... 2020's over, for God's sake. (laughs) Celebrate that. Drink some... Some gin and toast to this fucking year being over. Oh, Lord. Please. Anyway... That's us. That's us. Oh, wait. If you liked us, I forgot to do this part. You can find us pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts and get them into your ear holes. And we'd super duper love it if you could leave us like five stars and also some like wordy words about how much you love us. (laughs) And by us, I mean my mother because we all know that she's who you tune in for. (laughs) Um... Everyone oh is always like, Joyce is so awesome. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> she is, but come on. <laughs> You're just looking for some love. I know I what this is. really am. I know. Leave us some good reviews. Oh, my God. Um, And oh, you've got the sheet of paper, and I didn't I bring mine, so we need to share. Oh, my God. Um, You can follow us. Oh, no, you can email us on... Yeah, that happened pod at gmail.com. Yes. You can follow us on Instagram at Yeah, that happened pod. Twitter at YTH podcast. And Facebook at Oh, yeah, that happened. Um, and I think that's us, that's man. It. So thanks for listening, listening to, to all, all the, the worthless, worthless shit we, we know. know. See you in 2021. Yes. Bye. (laughs) Bye.